This is the Disc Golf Podcast, a Disc Golf Answer Man podcast. I'm Shane. This is not the Disc Golf Podcast. is the Night Owls Disc Golf Podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm JP. This is a Disc Golf Answer Man Network podcast. So we have two p- folks here with us today. We have Tyler Frickman. Hello. And Jordan Zacek. Hello. You've heard his name on here before. You've heard both of them. Well, you've heard backhanded stories towards Tyler <laughs> and his name on here. So we'll bring them on. Figure they can defend themselves. Um, What'd you buy today or this week? This week. Okay. JP. This week I signed up for our local B tier, the Springtime Open, mm-hmm. which is in early April, I think April 2nd. Yep. And then I signed up for DDO. <laughs> and now, are you planning on going for sure? As of right now, yes. I don't. We'll see. I have to <laughs> book lodging. <laughs> Jordan is mouthing liar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it should be easier to find hotels. Should be, yeah. Because they cut the field in more than in half, right? I think so, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and side, for sure. Okay. More than half. Pros, men are around 120, I think, for MPO, and then okay. women are like size. 44 or something like that for females. All right. Yeah, I don't know. And we got some boxes here. We'll do a separate one for our Monday release of us opening... Two black boxes? Yeah. Two Discmania Eagle Eagle Mystery Boxes. Yeah. So I'd also like to give thanks to our first fanboy. Um, (laughs) We received two bags of Double G Jerky. Hot Boom Sauce and what's yours? The uh, McBeast Barbecue Style. Yeah, McBeast. So I got to say thanks to Mike Harrington for sending that to us. He heard us talk about the Disc Vault and he sent us some, but... I do have to ask him to stop standing outside my bedroom window. My dogs are barking like crazy. So, Mike, if you could stop doing that, go to the bathroom window. Why would that make your feet hurt? (laughs) My feet hurt? Your dogs are barking like crazy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. The dog's barking like crazy. Yeah, so. It's all the pacing he's doing. Yeah. When Mike's going to leave. Exactly. Well, it's the dancing, actually. (laughs) (laughs) The very appropriate dancing I do in the window for him. So hope you enjoy that, Mike. Um, let's see. So we'll just jump into the news and topics. We're not going to introduce our topics for tonight because it'll probably go off the rails pretty easily. But we do have some fun stuff we're going to talk about. Um, let's just go into news and topics. So Disc Golf Con, we'll start off right away. It got postponed. So I believe it had to do with COVID because I think Sisolak, um has said that Masks are mandated again. My wife is actually out there right now. And large gatherings indoors are being limited again. So that might be what it is. Who knows? But it is postponed. So Yeah. Bummer for uh, bummer for vendors for right. sure. Like if you're a smaller vendor who's planning to be there, like trying to get your name out, that's a that's a big bummer. Like you were planning to go. Yeah, well I was gonna be with Mike Harrington oh, yeah. actually. The <laughs> fanboy. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I am still meeting him out there. Um, we're still going out a bit early because Jordan and I 
play what this is our sixth year, Jordan? Yeah. Six year. Six year. So first year we played MPO, which was <laughs> we were super competitive. I think I finished hundred and twentieth and you were like one thirty. I think it'd be something. three people. Yeah, you mean, <laughs> nice. We weren't supposed to be in that. That no. was the only way we could play. And we just right. wanted to play. Right. It was the only field with spots left. Yeah. Because I think it was a two thousand fifteen or sixteen. I sat there and I looked at Sandy and I said, hey, you want to go to Vegas? Because your parents were just finishing the house, right? Or should have been finished that year. And then I looked yeah. at her and I said, hey, can I go to Vegas for my birthday present? It was in November. And then you were sitting there and we said, let's do it. Well, I just started playing a couple yeah. months before that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we just signed up for the Gentleman's like Club Challenge. and MPO. Yeah, exactly. And three people. Yeah, yeah, wow. that's awesome. I, got, I yeah. got to got to play with some awesome dudes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, people. Yeah, I got to play with um, Yale Stewart. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name, and then I after that, forgot. I don't remember. Yeah, and then you played with Joel Freeman. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah, bring Joel that up. Freeman, Joel Freeman, uh, Scott Withers. Oh, yeah. nice. Super highly rated. He's an awesome yeah. player. He yeah. just doesn't tour much. Right. Uh, Nick Wood. He's MP40 now, but he's really solid too. Yeah. Um, and that's where both yeah. of us were standing for practice playing at the time. It was Adidas course. No, it wasn't. A, yeah, it was Adidas course. Yeah, Adidas Terex. Yeah, the Terex course. And we were um, standing on the tee box, standing next to these two older gentlemen like, hey, can we play with you? <laughs> and that was where we met Johnny <laughs> McRae. <laughs> I didn't know who he was it, no clue. at the time. No clue. Yeah. And then afterwards, we saw <laughs> him like hit some huge turbo putt. And we we're like, dude, that was the guy. Um, so... Yeah, so still going out there. Um, we'll meet Mike Harrington out there. And then outside of that, um, let's talk about Shelly Sharp. Let's just jump into that one. Yeah. So Hamas, two-time. Back-to-back. Back-to-back, returning. Yeah. Did not win it again. No. Came up short. Mm-hmm. He had a decent first round, pretty good second round, and then just fell apart the final round. A lot of errant throws. Putting wasn't on, not his typical, yeah, surprise, typical fashion yeah. of, but um, so spoiler alert if anybody hasn't watched uh, watched yeah, yeah. I've I've, uh, I've watched the first two rounds, so, <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, now you don't have to watch the third. Yeah. Well, no, we say watch the third because it's actually pretty yeah, exciting. It's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, like and, hearing Terry talk to himself a lot too. <laughs> yeah, one man show. Exactly. Yeah. So hey, Terry, for out there, any four of us will talk with you on i mean we may not sound intelligent or make good <laughs> calls but we'll, we'll be another voice yeah why not mm-hmm. yeah but yeah sorry jordan anthony Barillo took it down <laughs> yes yes which is so he won one last year was it last year goat hill yes goat hill no oh, goat hill 20 2020 2020 it was 2020 goat hill yes it was him and <laughs> Was it Brody? No. no. 2020? <laughs> Come on. No, no. Oh, no. But, but I was thinking, no, it was, Brody uh, is at Gilbert. Gold Hill 2021. So yeah. I was just thinking about that. But yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Thomas Gilbert. Thomas yeah. Gilbert was second. Yeah. Um, and then he. So, yeah. And then Jen Allen took down the FPL side. Yep. And who is it? Callie Mc. Callie McMorrin. Yeah. Took it second. And then yep. owned Scoggins mm-hmm. by, what was it, 18? By 18 strokes. Yeah. That's a lot. And so, oh, and so AB ended up. Beating out Kilaviska by, by one, one stroke. stroke. Yep. yep. My, I think uh, twenty six down to twenty five down. Mm-hmm. And Kale came on in the uh, on the chase card with uh, 13, 13 down. Yep. And then the hot round was uh, shot forty six fourteen down, and that came off of the fourth 
for the chase. Yeah. And Jordan, you can speak to this. Is that course that easy? Vista. That's Vista del Camino it XL. Is. You if, think 14 down? If uh, <clears throat> yeah. Really? Yeah, for the pros. Oh, yeah. for pros. But I was talking just in for in normal general. average human beings. I actually kind of uh, out of the big tournaments that we've done, mm-hmm. it's I think it's one of the easier courses we played personally. Mm-hmm. I, I so. didn't play it good. Yeah. But that's irrelevant. I, you know, that stuff happens in tournaments, but yeah. just having played it enough, yeah, I don't find it that difficult. It's it's really only about OB lines. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and it's length for us. It's length for them. It's not. Was it right. windy? But oh yeah, that oh really? That'll always. be a factor. Yeah, but. yeah, and it's dry. You get a lot of skips with wide rims, and mm-hmm. for guys that throw my distance, everything's wide rim out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I might. There's a few holes, obviously, but most of it's all wide rim. You get a lot of skip. Um, fountain, I think, is easier when we played that. Uh, if you're just talking about what kind of score you can throw up, yeah. it's probably a bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Because scoring I think I, against par. Yeah, I think I've always performed better at Fountain, but yeah, Vista. I like for them to shoot 14 down. Like I, I can't think of where I can get 14 birdies out there. I can think of six, seven, but 14. That's crazy. No bogeys. You don't think? Oh. You don't think if you just did a whole bunch of practice rounds, you wouldn't be able to birdie? 10 of those holes at you know at different times not in the same round i mean to keep my manlyhood intact yes but no. <laughs> i think you could oh. <laughs> so jordan castro came in fifth uh-huh he had one bogey the whole tournament hole 18 final round oh. and he's like that's my first and last bogey of the whole tournament <laughs> and hole 18 is not the dinker on the hill it's the one where you throw over the pond yeah so like there's there's a couple trees like right in front of the basket and then water off to the left yeah you throw back towards one and then yes yeah okay yeah one bogey and he came in fifth yeah they gotta start using marksman baskets (laughs) (laughs) we need to change everything yeah yeah. that is too easy Um, is is, is it considered a silver series no, no that's nothing. Just an A-tier. It's an A-tier. It's an A-tier. It's an A-tier. Yeah. Okay. But it's like the first top A-tier that most, like, a fairly good sizable amount of pros will go to. Like, Drew Gibson was there. Yeah. Um, yeah, A.B. Hammes, LaVisca. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else really notable. Just guys that went to Arizona early. Yeah. 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 Get some practice in, in this tournament and then, you know, get ready for Memorial with in February. No. Well, it was officially the first A tier of the season. The only other A tier was the weekend before, in which Florida. was a was AM, AM only. Yeah. So, isn't, uh, February isn't All Star weekend happening yes. in, in Arizona mm-hmm. somewhere before Vegas? Two weeks before Vegas? Yeah. 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 I don't know where. I haven't really paid it's attention in Arizona, to it much. But I think someone said not, Tucson. Yeah. It's not one of them like memorial courses. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. somewhere different. Which which makes sense. Those courses are so congested. I mean, we when we played it, they're so congested. It's fun though. I I like that because um, it exposes a lot of people. But I'm sure all those walkers and bikers and mm-hmm. e-scooters that are everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the other thing about Vista. You know, the amount of mandos there as well because they're trying to protect everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many mandos at that course. You yeah, know, the but they're all manageable. Close. Yeah, I, they I are. didn't. I didn't ever find any that made made me not like a hole. Like, honestly, no. I probably liked more of them more because of that. Yeah. It made it a lot more difficult. Because it's straight park golf. Like, it's yeah, there's it nothing yeah. difficult about like, it. Yeah, the Mandos never forced you to make, like, a very difficult shot. It was just no. more yeah. for protection. Right. It's all safety yep. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not down on that. I mean, 
you know my feelings about it, Jordan, because I've said it. Like, I don't like it, and I think it's just because you get spoiled by Vegas, and Vegas is such a great tournament, especially for AMs, that you go to Memorial, and it's just kind of a letdown because it's not – you're not enclosed. It's not all disc golfers. It's not huge player pack. I mean, it was decent player packs, but not like Ve- – I mean, Vegas no, is just a step. Like yeah, just a step above most okay. anything. Um, all right, so that's Shelly Sharp. So A.B. and Jen Allen. And yep. Jen Allen must have been – Fixing her putting yips. I would assume if winning by 18. Are they going to have FBO coverage? I'd like to see it. Because I, as far am as I know, watching. there's I don't no think FBO so. Because I think Terry was the only one there. Because, yeah, the last time I saw her is when she was laying up very, very, very <laughs> short putts. Yeah. 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 I could, I honestly thought it was a joke when I first saw that because how yeah. commanding she was. And I saw a practice round at, what was oh, it? Geez. And she was killing it. She'd throw three putts from every putt she had in circle two, no problem. Like, it's just. Yeah, it was like second nature, and then the tournament she missed a couple and she stopped trying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it might be a better strategy than me <laughs> just to keep trying, but yeah, exactly. maybe, maybe for a better score. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. oh, it's. But yeah, she talks about it a little bit because um, she's one of the hosts now of the PDGA Radio. Yes, mm-hmm. and she talked about it a little bit that it was it was a stress or anxiety thing with COVID because she's a health care professional in some way shape mm-hmm. or form yes. so she was talking about how it like messed with her mentally so because i was wondering like how do you get the yips like that i mean that was like a barkley yip like oh yeah <laughs> that was like a barkley golf yip is what i meant <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know that might be the most iconic yip there is is that even a yip it was yeah. just the ugliest <laughs> thing anybody's the hitch ever done in sports yeah, yeah. I don't know if I call it yip. It's just his yeah. normal swing. Yeah. It's, it's he just, fixed it. He's a yeah. But he's at the time, that was his golf swing. Mm-hmm. Hideous. Well, no, yeah. he started out completely fine, and then oh. he hit a yip. That was his yip. That little like oh. goofy just pause and then swing. Okay. Yeah. And then he just started pausing for three seconds <laughs> yeah. in the middle of every <laughs> yes. swing. A oh, couple different man. points in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, so all right. What do we got next? So we got the majors on. Yeah, I guess um, news broke out last week that if you are a tournament or if you're a course hosting a major, that you cannot host a DGPT event the same year. So mm-hmm. basically, I would call it the Emporia rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is really what it is. Uh, yeah, because yeah. they're hosting Junior Worlds, Worlds, and DDO. Yeah, this year. Yeah, and so Jeff Spring basically came out and said that. People don't want to see the same courses or play the same courses twice in a year, which yeah. I find that kind of ironic because mm-hmm. if you're playing a course, you know, as a pro tour event, obviously you want to play well there, but that's kind of practice for the big, the big, bigger tournament, right. you know, the major. Like you see it, there might be some cha- like small changes here or there, but mm-hmm. to get that practice in, you know, like Paige Pierce, she went and practiced in Utah. She's what she she skipped Memorial or no, what she skipped? She skipped the tournament last year to go out to Utah for women's, and she was out there for like a week practicing mm-hmm. and skipped, whatever. But yeah, that's just kind of what I remember. Yeah, she was all over the place last year though. She was. She yeah. was in Hawaii, Hawaii and yeah, yeah. She, she she took a lot of mental vacations right. last year. Um, I don't fair enough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I don't like she still dominated when she mm-hmm. was here, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mind seeing the same courses as long no. as they're challenging to the pros and like giving them a good challenge. Like as long as scores are you know competitive, mm-hmm. like I don't mind seeing the same. I mean, who, who wouldn't want to see Maple Hill twice? Who wouldn't want to see? I mean, I know those aren't ones that are being played twice, right. but who wouldn't want to see those iconic 
mm-hmm. you know, courses twice. How many pro level courses are in Emporia? I don't know. I've never so, been there. I mean, so is the rule that well, I mean, the, they there, can't be at them. the same course or is it like the same city? So could they have a pro tour event in on two of the so decent good, right. like good like if pro they did Jones courses. Platinum and then I mean they do Country Club. Yeah, but those are both. And then what if for open. the major they did like a See, different one? That they use the multiple rule. for DDO, don't they? Okay. Well, AMS. AM side and they do. And age protected pros, there's a whole bunch of courses. Yeah. But pros only. Only country MPO club and FBO. And, and those are, I think that's appropriate. I don't think it would make sense to have the pros and coverage and fans at any of the other courses. Yeah. Like, you got to think about so much more yeah. when you're talking about an MPO field nowadays. Oh, so, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. Like you couldn't host an event at like Peter Pan. It's too small. Like the holes just can't have. They can't handle the amount of people that would be there watching. And the, the, some of the whole intersections are so tight. Yeah. Like you're throwing pretty close to the next T-pad or, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I played Hammond, and I thought it was hard. <laughs> Is that the one right across from it's, Country Club? It, it's, I don't even remember where it was, but it was raining. It was gross. It was nasty. It was yeah. like 40 degrees and windy, <laughs> and I went and played it. And oh, because you drove back from holes. Memorial that yeah, right. was, and you stopped was it, it Memorial that I stopped? Yeah, because I got my grandfather's trailblazer and yeah. I drove it up yeah. here. And yeah, I stopped there and it was it was miserable. Okay. And it had nothing to do with the course. I have no clue how hard or easy that course is because I played about four holes and stopped. So Well, at least you didn't get rained out like Jordan did for FP40 at no. Cottonwood. FP! FP. <laughs> or, oh, my bad. FP, yeah, FP. Yeah, <laughs> Let's not get into that topic. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you played how many rounds? Two rounds of your... Not, not even. Not even, yeah. It was one a round and, and a half or something One like round, and a one full round, and then a round of 12 or 13 holes. And that was because the park was flooded at... Yeah. What park was it? That was... Uh, Cottonwood Falls, was it? Cottonwood Falls. It ruined the course. Like, everybody got rain, mm-hmm. but somehow Cottonwood got this isolated cell that dropped, like, four inches yeah. of rain in, like... It was, it was fast. It was like an hour and 45 minutes to drop four inches of rain. Because I got done at... a bunch of the holes on the course. I got done at um, Clovercliff, and like it just started raining, and I got to Cottonwood, which is only like a 10-minute drive. Yeah. And they were drenched. Like, oh, it was awful. It was crazy. <laughs> I never even had to play, though, that in the rain, because it got called before... The first round got called before I even teed off. Yeah. But it got real weird because... A majority of the field had teed off, um, and they had to stop somewhere on the course. Nobody got a full eighteen in, so they had to figure out a way to do it. And you know, there's like a minimum you got to play at least twelve yeah. holes or third. I don't know what it is. Thunderstorms or just rain? Just well, lightning called it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the rain was just so crazy it wrecked the course. Like we couldn't go back out and play, so we had to return the next day. Everyone had to get like the thirteen holes in or whatever. So people that were out there for like nine holes and were playing in the rain and then it got called had to go out and finish four holes and like me <laughs> Did you i have had to, to start that? at the beginning and play my 13 Jeez. which that was probably better than doing the partial thing right yeah because so. then you got to do your 18 after that was but that was that day? no that was the next day then oh okay um so where did you miss playing what course peter pan okay okay yeah i got to play jones mm-hmm. goal yeah at yeah, my last round. Yeah. Okay. Which is which was super fun. That's the Zach Melton meltdown hole, right? Where he threw like seven OB strokes on hole three or something like that. Really? Yeah, I remember they were making fun of that. him for it. 
um, do you remember that? No, but I love Zach Melton. Yeah, <laughs> I do too. Yes, I do too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was John Daly in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was Tim either Cuff. him or Oakley. Yeah. I don't remember. It was him or Oakley. Like where he's like, I can do it, and they basically like out of bounds, out of bounds. No, it was Melton. It was Melton. Oh man. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then our our buddy Donnie. That was the same year. <laughs> I was just sixteen say. on whole. It was on uh, Country, Country Club. Club. What was that whole? It's like eight. Is that the one along the water? The along like, the water. The yeah, whole well, left side is water. Yeah. yeah, and then the right side There's is elevated cart path. path over. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's a long, yeah. Yeah, it's, one of the, yeah. it's like almost a thousand In the wind, away. though, it's such a narrow fire. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't <laughs> say I would do any better. Well, I could probably do better than 16. Sorry, Johnny, <laughs> if you're listening. But, yeah, he got called out on live coverage. <laughs> oh, yeah, was he, wasn't, he wasn't 16. even on the yeah. card. They, like, yeah. they had to call him out, though. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, though. He's an awesome guy. Oh, he I'm is, sure yeah, he's, absolutely. Sure he's funny about it. <laughs> I do, yeah, I joked with him. I, I told him to keep his head because I was actually texting him through, like, hey, man, how you doing? I was, like, super excited for him, and he, he wasn't too happy about it at that time. Um, so uh, Madison Walker. M- signed with MVP. MVP. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That I like Madison cool. Walker. Yeah. She used my uh, golden retriever once at um, Memorial, fishing it out on hole 10 or 9. What a good boy. The first, yeah, it was good. But the good story is, is I tell Jordan, like, he's going to, like, trying to fish this blurt bowl trespass out of the water. <laughs> right after I get it back from Madison Walker, he's like, I'll throw it for a little while and see if I can get your disc. I'm like, oh, yeah, make sure you tie it to your wrist because if not it'll fly off <laughs> and i'm walking down the thing just kind of looking and doing whatever and i hear oh <laughs> and i turn around Uh-oh. and he's standing in the pose of like trying to catch the string <laughs> it yeah. sailed way up there yeah. where's my yeah. first throw I yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was the first, was the first throw. First throw. throw oh man i took one throw and just whipped the whole thing yeah. <laughs> and i had walked all the way down to spinners grabbed it came oh. back and i threw it probably 40 or 50 times and then he's like i'll do it and then yeah madison walker grabbed it and pulled her disc out right away <laughs> and then i grab it back from madison walker and then come back and He's like, I'll do it for a little while. <laughs> and like I said, I turn around to walk away to like, I don't know, I'm going to go like play the hole or do something. And I hear, oh, <laughs> it was gone. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's awesome. Awesome news for Madison Walker. Cat, nothing on her. We have speculations that uh, Infinite or DGA. I think DGA. And I then think Tyler thinks Infinite. Point. No, I think the longer... Oh, no, Jordan thinks infinite. Yeah, I think the longer, or the closer we get to LVC, the more likely she is to stay with the same bag and resign with Prodigy. But oh, you I, think she'll resign, huh? I don't know anything, literally. I know yeah. nothing about well, the actual, like, like whether Prodigy has the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do think she's signing her uh, last contract. I think so, too. I think it's because she's whatever you call it, like the career mid thirties, right? Thirty seven. Yeah. Thirty seven. Okay. It's Paul's discraft contract. You know, it's the uh-huh. it's the one that she's going to ride out to the end. So right. wherever she goes, it's it's going to be a big one. She'll be worth it. I think she'll probably pull the largest. If it's known, it'll be the largest contract we've seen this year. Until Kristen Tatar gets another. Contract. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. But as of this year, I think that'll be the case. So you think infinite Jordan? That's just my guess. I don't have a good reason for it. Okay. I was figuring if, like, somebody was saying, oh, yeah, Tyler just said it. The, the longer she takes 
to make an announcement and you don't know what she's throwing. My assumption is in the meantime, she might be throwing a mixed bag. Right. Just figuring out what she likes best and infinite makes sense with that. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's comfort. She can keep what she knows, you know, like she can have her F7 or whatever it is. You know, she can keep her familiar yeah. beat in discs and then use some other stuff. So yeah, yeah, I like it. I wonder if when you're transitioning to a new bag, but it's still like a secret, if the company you're transitioning to will give you a bunch of blank, uh, discs. blank discs. Oh, I is that sure. a thing? Yeah. So people don't know what you're throwing. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, I think I don't Kona, said, Kona said she was having trouble keeping secret what she was throwing when she was transitioning over to DD. Like, yeah. she didn't want to go out and do, like, field work or anything. Well, yeah, she'd go find some random place where she knew there'd be no disc golfers yeah. in, like, the middle of a soccer Taking field. Taking pictures yeah. of her discs she's, yeah. after she threw them and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Well, like, even, even Chris Dickerson mentioned one. Uh, I forgot what it was. Like, people in his neighborhood saw him coming home driving the the discraft RV, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, you can't tell, you yeah. can't tell anybody what's going yeah. on. Come on. And, and then, then two and a half minutes later, yeah. it was on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> someone else saw him out at the course, and he's like, he's like, hey, can you tell me where you're going next year? <laughs> yeah. As he gets out of the RV. Yeah. 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 No, I can't. <laughs> I'm just driving a billboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Joel Freeman. Infinite. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It's I'm just kind of a sidestep, though. You know, like from Innova to Infinite, like he can still throw, you know, in- Infinite's got it. Well, know, they're, being, they're molded yeah. by Innova. So. Yeah, I agree. It does still keep speaking volumes to why why everybody keeps abandoning ship. Like, mm-hmm. why? Why, are, why is everybody leaving it? I mean, uh, Innova. Yeah. It's a good question. Good question. And then uh, Drew... Has let out his uh, or revealed his first disc, his name on the PDGA podcast. Um, he l- released the era, mm-hmm. or he's that won't be his first disc release. The yeah. era, it's approved, and it's a fairway driver. And he said everybody's gonna like it. <laughs> what's of course. His, what's his brand called again? Uh, finish line. Finish line. Finish line. And what's uh, is there any word on like what the plastic is going to be like, or who's making the plastic? Or I what? haven't heard anything Nothing. about who's manufacturing it no. at all. Yeah, but he said he's the designer. Like he says, and it's a fair word that everybody's going to like. So it's the it's going to be the first disc ever made that everybody everybody like. likes. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, me too. Yeah, I'm hoping I like it. Mm-hmm. Thunderbird. Yeah. Maybe. Well, and that's that's what he because he was hinting to the discs that it's well, it's kind of like or not like it's nothing like the Thunderbird. People might think it's like the Thunderbird, but it's nothing like it. It's kind of what I was reading into the conversation. Um, so who knows? I'm excited to see it. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what it is. Hopefully, we'll get it in the shop. That'd be pretty awesome. But are you, are you thinking uh, Firebird slash Rive slash? Well, no, Rive is a. Uh, it's fairly overstated. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's like more of a more. But of a it's race. gonna it's gonna be a beefy. He the what he it was explaining right? is that it it has no flight like any other disc. So I, no, <laughs> that's exactly it, that's not. exactly it. Yeah, yeah. that's how you build the mystery of the yeah. disc. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I don't think it's automatically overstable because it's his. He throws he throws a lot of neutral stuff and does yeah. flip ups and rides like yeah I mean, yeah bomb like. What is it's the buzz, right? Is yeah, the buzz is yeah. We'll just rip that the like four hundred and forty yeah. feet. The mid range, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's, you think uh, it's a hyzer flipper? He oh, he can do that as yeah. good as anyone, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think so. Maybe K, KJ is the king, but yeah, 
he's probably in the next tier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think he's trying to put a disc out that's going to move first and foremost. So he, I don't, I don't know if he really cares how he throws it. I think he cares of how many hands he can get it in at this point. That makes sense. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of how he throws it. I'm sure he wants to, to feel right and all that, and not how the plastic to be nice. But I'm sure he doesn't care how it throws. You make money on the sales, exactly. Yeah, and that's that's what he's about. He's about building his brand and making money. So, um, yeah, so that's awesome. So, any other news or hot topics or anything that we have missed? Uh, Jordan Castro signed two year oh. extension with MVP. There you go. And that was I think that's about it. All that's right. all yeah. I've really heard. I don't think there's anything else. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna step aside from these mics and let these boys tell their disc golf story of how they came about. Um, we'll start with Jordan. Jordan, tell us your disc golf story. Disc golf story. Yeah. Man alive. Uh t- <laughs> Tyler sitting here who you didn't let talk first. He's yeah. the one that got me out there. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, <laughs> um, why did I play though? Why, why Luke. didn't I play before? Cause I am 40. I've only been playing about what? Six years ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I used to do a lot of other sports and a lot of other stuff in my younger, skinnier years. <laughs> and then I, uh, at some point, I think it was like maybe eight years ago, I ruptured my Achilles tendon. Well, playing old man basketball at the too. YMCA. Yeah. And, oh. uh, yeah, um, that kind of put a damper on all the athletic-ish stuff that I did. Yeah, and, and then thanks to you, you scared me because I used to play Load. <laughs> it's League of All Dads. <laughs> and, and every Tuesday night we go play basketball. And now when I play, I'm so timid. Because you, you and I were having that conversation. He's like, nope, never going to play again. This is stupid. Yeah. Doctor told me. I was like, oh. I can't believe you walked off the court. Off the court, yeah. No, I, I, Well, I, I never stood up and put weight oh, on you it. Did. Some guy no, came over and felt the back of my leg, and he's uh, he's like, I've, I've been around two other guys that did this. He's like, you blew your Achilles tendon out. That, yeah. You can't he's use like, your calf. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, feeling my leg. He's like, just feel it. Like, feel your good one. You feel a tendon. Feel the other one. It's nothing but mush. There was like no yep. no structural thing running through your leg anymore. I just remember they, they opened up that side door, like the emergency exits. Uh, like yeah. someone got you out. A couple door. guys helped yeah. hop me into a car and get me to the hospital. Yeah. And didn't you explain it? It felt like someone hit you in the back of the leg with a bat or something. I like, thought mm. someone hit me with like a bat or a two by four. I I went as I rolled to the ground. I was like. I was kind of getting into fight mode instantly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, who just hit me with yeah. something? And I kind of like did a little tumble and I looked behind me and like realized nobody was by me. And I was like <laughs> looking up. I don't know what the rafters did something fall. The structural beam yeah. come down. Like, I don't know. I didn't know what was happening. It, and, and it sounded like a kind of like a faint gunshot. Okay. Like I could hear. I heard it. Yeah. That's why I thought it was an impact. It, it, was, it was just like a poof. Were you just running? Just jogging straight line. Oh, half half just, court, and he was just running across the court. Pop. Damn. Yeah. Did you so guys was, hear it? I didn't hear it. I don't remember. This oh, okay. Was, I saw him on the floor. That was all I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, so it was interesting. Uh, so that puts you out for a long time. And then I was kind of like scared to play basketball again, run again, whatever else. Uh, Tyler Frickman over here came into my life. <laughs> So romantic, sounded, so you know. And uh, he was like, "Hey, we, you know, me and some guys played disc golf at this object course, and I didn't really know much about it or what it was." And 
I started playing with him over there and instantly loved it because it's awesome, first of all. And second of all, at the time, I was like, I can do this and it doesn't hurt my leg. Mm-hmm. And like, this is something that I like and it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since there was something like that at the time. And uh, yeah, then I got to know Shane here real quickly after that because I was like, oh, I'd go and meet these guys and play disc golf. And he's like, disc golf? Oh, okay. I love disc golf. I've been, I was playing that for from who knows when, and I just haven't played in a while. Can I come? And Shane yeah. got right in the mix, and it was Tyler and his brother, Luke. Yep. Um, Tyler invited me out. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so most of these, you know, two of the three other guys here, and I got to know JP. Well, no, not through disc golf. I, I knew you from the apartments. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> we lived in the same apartments in Bailey's yep. Harbor. But, uh-huh. but yeah, um, that's what got me going, and I've just really never looked back. I I just always want to play ever since then. Yeah. I'll never really turn down a chance to play if I can. Yeah. 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 And you live one of the most interesting lives as far as disc golf goes because you just jump on your bike and go. And yeah. it's awesome. Like, it's uh, <laughs> you, you <laughs> played so horses. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime awesome. you're out camping or riding your motorcycle <laughs> or doing whatever, I'm always like, man, this guy sucks. <laughs> well, he's got the sickest camping setup, too. Yeah. And, and you're like a lightweight camper. It's so cool. He's yeah. Like, you can jump on my motorcycle, have mm-hmm. all my camping gear, all my disc golf stuff. And now yeah. you're a teardrop guy, so the winters don't well, bother yeah. you anymore. A teardrop so. camper. Yeah. yeah. I'm planning on taking that to uh, hopefully a lot of tournaments this year. Yeah. Find campgrounds. I'll have that's gonna be. I'm gonna be spoiled with that. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. He doesn't know I'm gonna bunk up with him most of the time. Oh, everyone's welcome. Big no. spoon. <laughs> Called it already. I don't care. As long yeah. as if you're in my camper, as long as you're touching me. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> Hopefully, it's well ventilated. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Shane. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we can we can wreck an entire hotel <laughs> with our uh, yeah. with our gases. So a little teardrop camper is gonna be. That thing might melt. Yeah, yeah. all bad. It's like, like a bad. pressure cooker. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the story, have you heard the story of Amor, uh, Amor or Am Nationals? So I got invited. Michigan, yeah. yeah, I did the Am Nationals, qualified for Am Nationals. We went out with 2018. I remember when it was. And uh, we were at Wixom, Wixom, Michigan or something like that, wherever that is. And we were staying real close to the uh, Discraft headquarters, but... Beside the point, brand new motel. <laughs> they had just finished building it. We got in, and it was like one of those your place motels or town place. Or brand new, my place. My place, my place brand motels. Brand new build, too. Brand new. We were the yep. first ones in that room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ever. Oh, and that we last. were the first yeah. renters <laughs> that rented that room. Yeah. That's at the front desk. Yeah. <laughs> so we, you know, the first night, we were out, I mean, practicing. We were gone for 12 hours. Like, we went and did the Beat the Beast thing. We did all this stuff. <laughs> But the night before, I guess we lit the room up, as in gas, flatulence, farting, whatever you want to call it. And we were gone for probably 12, 12-ish hours, I bet. Not in the room, because we'd go, we went and played. After we picked ticks off of us for oh, <laughs> hours dang. and found them in our beers, we yeah, went to... And then probably went to Buffalo Wild Yeah, Wings. we went to B-dubs yeah. and probably played Golden Tea and then went it's back out unusual. and played again. Yeah, And then... Um, we come back into the room and I almost puked when I opened the door. <laughs> it was so bad and we felt so bad. And this was back when housekeepers actually still came into rooms and both Jordan and I just started Pretty dying cold. laughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had like we felt so bad for them. And we found out that their first floor windows do not open. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
So, so just sat yeah, we, there aging. Yeah, exactly. well, we left the bath fan on purposely whenever we left the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, going forward, like at least hopefully we'll pull yeah. some of that. They don't make fans there. powerful enough. No, no, no. but it's well, something. <laughs> yeah, well, and especially when we were adding like the nasty wet socks and shoes, oh, yeah. and because I think it rained yeah, for a little the, bit the, too. The wet and, feet thing is ugh. is bad. Yeah, and that was before shoes. before oh. you introduced me to Marina Wool, and I think it was even before you started using Marina Wool. Well, I was using it, but I don't have my whole sock wardrobe to it. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> yeah. the key. I that's mean, that's a big one. It is cotton huge. socks. My feet are so bad. Yeah, they yeah. smell so bad. Smart wool socks, game changer. I don't. Yeah. I don't smell yeah. at all. Yeah. There is it, that's Ever. a good disc golf Night and tip. Day. Mm-hmm. Marina wool or smart wool, like fantastic socks. Yeah. Awesome socks. And these Terex, if you wear Terex, which every disc golfer does, they get nasty. Real well, they're quick. waterproof, right? Yeah. 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 So you everything they don't vent. Sits in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, no, I mean all yeah. all year too. The thin mm-hmm. smart wool and the yeah. for summer, the thick stuff yep. in the yep. winter, it's it's Absolutely. always better. So, yep. Yeah. I, I used to use the Nike they're cotton, cotton polyester. Like dry fit? Yeah, they're like the Nike dry fits with the R and the L on them. Yeah. Just cotton. They're, yeah, <laughs> whatever they were. Yeah. But they were awesome. I loved them. And I started to lose a lot of the lefts for some reason. Don't ask me why. I had a whole <laughs> bunch of rights. <laughs> and, yes, socks do have a direction in these ones. Um, the toe the toe pocket was bigger on one side than it was for the other to accompany for the big piggy. That's dumb. <laughs> That, it's awesome. That's I think dumb. a lot of that is kind of dumb because a lot of people. <laughs> my, the middle of my toes is bigger than the. I was just oh, going to say foot. that. A lot yeah. of people. What's that called? One it's of the called middle Morton's toes. Foot. Like when your second toe is like bigger than your big toe, or like one of your middle toes. Yeah. I, I've mm-hmm. seen it. I think it's a normal thing. It I don't is, think that's rare normal. at all. I think it's pretty yeah. common. I had that. You, you got weird any, toes, dog. Yeah, I don't have weird toes. The big question is, does anyone's pinky toe stick out from the rest of their toes? Yeah. So you oh, actually man. buy those socks on purpose and yeah. wear them the other yeah. Some Vibram five fingers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your pinky toe is yeah. just way out there. Yeah. Yeah. You just they have to wear cut their that shoes one. on the other foot. <laughs> oh. What were we talking about? Yeah, so Tyler, let's talk about yeah. your disc golf story. Oh, that wraps okay. up my disc golf yeah. story. <laughs> my disc golf story. Um, I played a handful of times when I was um, like high school and a little bit after. Uh, my brother was into it, and dude, we we gotta convince him to come on this show. Oh, he yeah, has yeah. to come on. He's he's not. He doesn't like being recorded, and he was saying. And but I think once once he hears this and sees that we're just having a good time. We should get him on because he's oh, the one. He's he's the true OG. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he took me out to play a few times when I was younger. But not having a local course anywhere closer than Green Bay, um, just just not worth the drive. Like to to go down there to play regularly. I had discs that Luke gave me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it wasn't until um, I don't know may, maybe two thousand. 11 or 2012 or something that uh, Luke told me about um, uh, the object course that uh, yeah the paper boy had Steve yeah mm-hmm. and uh, the paper he, boy yeah the paper boy and then the played with the the egg connoisseur yep. <laughs> yeah um, yeah Joe, Joe <laughs> yeah good eggs. Good eggs. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they brought me out there and it was it was a struggle, man, like not knowing how to control the nose angle and everything and just throwing everything up in the air. But um, once I started to figure out and started to be able to compete with those guys, mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was hooked. I really liked it. We we were playing thirty six holes multiple times a week, like and I was just grinding whoever wanted to go out there and play. And then Jordan Jordan jumped in, like he was mentioning. That was great to have somebody to kind of like show what I had learned. And we were both still like, I was a little bit ahead, but I oh, felt like y- you caught up super quick, man. You were like most improved like three years in a row. You just, you took, you took <laughs> it on. And, yeah. Yeah. Pro- you, probably thanks to you and all your pointers. I mean, I didn't know a thing. Well, other than what you were telling me. And so let me get to my next point. That That's a good and a bad thing because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so what happened was Shane showed up and I was like, oh, Jordan's brother's coming. Okay. And then we step up the whole one and you, you, you got a cannon. <laughs> Nothing like, unlike anything I'd ever seen. And I was like, all right, this game just got like, this changes everything. <laughs> like you, you had this certain movement that everybody else was like, Nobody knew how to really tuck in like the the, the power zone or whatever. Yeah, it's power called. pocket. Yeah. The power pocket. Nobody knew how to do that, and you were launching them 50, 60 feet further than any of us. And it was it was awesome to have you come in, and then you just you went from there. You took off and started building courses all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, like, yeah, we we have a we have a good time playing out there. I'm not I'm not as much of a traveler. I'm more of kind of a hermit player. Like oh, I, sure. I stick to the local scene. I'd love to get out there and and play more like national courses and stuff. Mm. But um, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. It, it'll be fun. For for now, I'm happy being the uh, number one tag in the course record holder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the course record that's gonna hold for a long time. Oh, I mean, it, it can't record. be broken. We changed the course. I, I got that's it. True. Yeah. Different layout, technically. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. He's in the record books forever. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, I think, I think it was 18 is different, and then 15 is no longer 15. Yeah, you yeah. change two holes; it's not the same course. Correct. Right, right. I, I think that's I think that's my story in a nutshell. Like for yeah, for my disc golf story, it's pretty brief, but yeah, I love the game. Um, not playing as much right now, yeah. but last winter we went hard. We were mm-hmm. playing. Well, there wasn't 95 the feet of snow on the ground. Yeah, different. Yeah, there was no snow. It, it wasn't like, that cold. We played an entire month of December, and it felt like we were just playing fall disc golf, I remember. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, it's a little chilly, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, you would start the round with a hand warmer, <laughs> yeah. and then you might use it later, but not, exactly. not really that much. It was, it was harder to keep the disc dry yeah. than to stay warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, and the little that we'd get, you'd get a hot day, and then it would freeze the next day, and it was hard crust, and mm-hmm. you'd rarely lose discs or get them under the snow. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice, but... Um, I remember going that first day when Jordan told me, like, I was super stoked. Like, what? You said disc golf, right? He's like, yeah, you've heard of it? I was like, yeah, <laughs> I play all the time. Or I used to play all the time. Mm-hmm. And I go, and they came up here. It was like a desert. And I remember, like, I kind of invited myself. Like, I told him, Jordan, I'll go. Like, when are you going? He's like, well, let me talk to the guys. It's kind of a private land thing. And yeah, it was, it <laughs> and wasn't I was like, like no somebody kind yeah, of. Yeah, I got is. invited there. It's like, oh, can I just? Oh no, I was the right thing to do. Everyone, yeah, because yeah. no, it was it was private property and it was only half owned by <laughs> by Dave. Yeah, so he didn't want it to become like this big thing where random right. people were showing up. Like he wanted to know everybody. Yeah, that was coming to which is fair. Yeah. But, oh no, I I. Uh, 
I get it 100% and I think you did the right thing. <laughs> yeah. But I remember for like a week, I'm like, so Jordan, did you ask him yet? <laughs> so Jordan, you ask him yet? <laughs> You're like, I, I went in my garage and found my boxes of discs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I dug them back out, man. Yeah. Like, where are they at? And then I even, it was funny because I, I, I gave a whole bag of discs to the mail center manager at the university I was at before mm-hmm. I came up here. And I called him back and I was like, hey, you still got those discs? <laughs> and he was like, I think so, but my boys use them now. And I was oh, okay, well, don't worry about them. And I kind of kick myself now because there are a lot of OG plastic in there, like really early Innova CE stuff. And mm-hmm. But I don't kick myself because it introduced a whole you know family to disc golf. But yeah, whatever. But yeah, I was like, and I was trying to track down discs because I didn't know where to buy them up here. And then finally I ran into them at Walmart and I was like, sweet. And I bought a bunch of rhinos because <laughs> 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 I had that one rhino putter. You have the... The sickest rhino putter ever. I, I love that thing. The, uh, yeah. That money stamp yeah, one. Yeah, the money, the dollar sign, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And the other reason I bought it like way back then was because I could yell money after I hit a putt. <laughs> that was it. That was the only reason I bought it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's value right there. Yeah. It was cool, though. But I remember that first throw, and I remember you were like, I didn't know you at the time, the first time I had met you. And then I heard her say, I think, if I remember, I like, damn it, or something like that. Like, you just you were just like defeated. Like when, when I, I saw you throw, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, damn it! Well, you told me that was Luke. <laughs> no, that was oh, him. Oh, I, I believe it. Yeah, I can see that pissing me off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had just started to beat everybody that was showing up. <laughs> I had my, I had my, I had my protege lined up, <laughs> yeah. and then you come in and just take over the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was really funny. It was like one of the most like confident boosting moments in my life when you did that. I was like. All right, still got it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. funny the way our games have progressed. Like, I feel I'm probably ten times the player I was then, and I think we all are. Definitely, but it was just so funny our skill levels where it was, and I, I really want to go back out there and play it. I know they have a house on part of the course now Do and they? all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. surprising. Oh, I hear they told me that on that seventies hole doesn't even exist really. Seventies <gasps> yeah, the bush hole. Oh, the like one where you shoot down the tunnel? Yeah. yeah. Like the the you got to get it to yeah. stay in the bush. You got to yeah. get it to stay in the yeah. bush. Stay in the bush. Yeah. That was, <laughs> yeah. 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 This is the way we played. Yeah. But that was, your brother nicknamed that that 70s hole. And I thought it was the funniest name that in the world when he said that. That sounds like a loop that thing. Yeah. So um, the best hole in that course was the uh, the wheel. The big metal thing? Yep. So oh. like if. The big spike it hyzer. Was, it, yeah. It was a stock yep. spike hyzer. And it was this giant rusty metal uh tractor rim yeah i don't even know what it was was it was a tractor tractor it was huge it was big hundreds of pounds it looked like a water wheel almost the way it was set up yeah interior yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was it was was giant steel uh, what was five feet tall yeah or five five feet like diameter or whatever so how did we pick that up and stand that up by the way remember that that was long before us no 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 yeah a lot of grunting and cramping i remember your brother's like guys we shouldn't do this yeah that falls on somebody stupid idea yeah, but we had to get our, our pin back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, from the T, you just everybody just threw that stock spike hyzer. If you hit the wheel, you heard that dong. Yeah. The most satisfying. 
probably like almost better than hearing chains. Like yeah. it was an incredible sound. And it just re- resonated throughout the whole property. The bell. Yep. The, there was only one other one that was kind of satisfying was the muffler hole, the hill to hilltop. Yep. And you oh, the muffler. Yes. Yep. yes. And the fire pit. I like that. The fire one. pit. The fire yeah, pit. The fire fun. pit was good over the quarry. That's where we. That's where you chew up a disc. Right yeah. There. Oh yeah. yeah. That was bad. So many rocks. Like a disc would yeah. last like a season. It was crazy. Yeah. Your shoes would last longer than your disc. <laughs> yeah. On that course. Yes. Well, because you're always throwing stands. Still, because yeah. you'd be on the side of a hill on your deep end. Yeah. Um, the most controversial thing. hole, because I did it too, was the trunk hole right before the wheel hole. It was the tree you'd throw at. Yeah, like you'd, you were up on like the. It was like you were up in the woods after the uh-huh. tree, and then it was kind of up high, and then you threw over a mound, and there was a tree trunk sitting there, and like you could like for me it would be a like a hyzer. Yeah. The tree. Lefty, yeah. Lefty yeah. Hyzer. yeah. Yeah. And so you had to hit the. You had to hit it. Like, it didn't really matter on the trunk where you hit it. Yeah, it was it, a huge so there, there was no way to know. But it was hit blind. It, it was like your yeah. lie. It was yeah. where the lie was. And we'd just be like, yeah, it probably hit. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Or like, no way. There's no way to know it hit. It had to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now that we know the way discs bounce after they hit trees, who knows how many times we hit oh, that yeah. thing. Yeah, I probably yeah. had a lot of aces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, But, I mean, to its yeah. credit... It had a par four. It, yeah. had, it had probably, a, what was that thing? Probably like 800, 900. It was that a was a beast. Long. That was the one after the 70s. No, no two after two the F- 70s hole. So there's yes. the really long one. You shot from like up high and then it dropped off immediately. Yes. That, that one's the one before the 70s hole. Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, that one. That I was one thinking was the one where oh, it was like, okay, so after that 70s hole, it was like you throw up over another mound and there was like a tire with like the stake. But then there was a really long hole. It was like trees in front. It was the Peninsula yeah, Rock. Yes, the Peninsula Rock. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one, I threw I my like shoulder. That. that was a cool part threw for my shoulder out throwing tomahawks over those trees <laughs> yeah. all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was, See, I was starting. Lefty, though, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Remember in the hole. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's righties, like, we could go a high hyzer right. or something, or high turnover. And then yeah. lefties there's and like all. just a little valley or like like indentation of like, like part of the quarry that like uh-huh. you could get stuck down in. Yeah, by all those trees too. I used to get there all the time. Yeah, towards the end of us playing that course, I was getting to a point where I'd be like thirty feet, forty feet from that, like just across the road. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was so. And I bet you, if you we'd go back there now, I bet you these are all reachable holes for us, except mm-hmm. for except for that big eight hundred footer. You think so? I think so. Yeah. I think we're giving yeah. the credit because think about we didn't have like. You disc or no? Yeah, think about the one after that. Remember, we used to struggle so hard to get that, and then all of a sudden, I started putting it right in the front side of the hill, and you started to as well. And I think you were starting to get there too, Mm -hmm. because I remember every once in a while I'd let it go and it'd roll over a bit, and I'd be past it. I think we blast it right into the woods now. Oh, absolutely! When you were blowing our minds, when you showed up and you know we're throwing bombs, how far do you think you were throwing? I bet you was three twenty. Really? Yeah, three thirty. I, I, I bet, I bet wow. that's all it was. That's uh-huh. the difference in our game. Now. We were so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I just started. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, that was yeah. my that was my beginning. So yeah, because yeah. I bet you hole two. I bet you I could get there with a mid now, and I was throwing <laughs> a wraith, like full flight flex yeah. wraith. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I might I might throw a warden at that one now. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, the the coolest thing about that course is that 
I bet we're talking about it so good that anyone listening to this could probably just picture the whole thing. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, of it. yeah, I'm sure. Like, of it. Oh yeah. And then like they, go yeah, they got there, a perfect picture. Yeah, they all in their minds. Bring them there and be like, "You guys played this? Can like, you guys <laughs> describe some more holes in a course that doesn't really exist and exactly. no one's ever going to see?" Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the best part of disc golf podcasts is when people describe their home course. Yeah. And everybody's like. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. We, we just did it for like a while. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Both, both of your listeners just signed off. I know. I know. Hey, we had fifty-four. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Dave, 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 Dave Elliott's listening. He's he's so excited. Yeah. Right <laughs> Joel Bremer. Yeah. Joel. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a bunch of guys yeah. Yeah. listening. They're gonna like yeah. it. But. So. <laughs> I get the hint, Jordan. We'll move on. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> no, it's true. I was thinking about it. It's good reminiscing, I, yeah. So <laughs> let's have this conversation about Brody Smith. <laughs> nice segue. Like, good segue. As he, as he picks is up more the liquor. Is upstairs bathroom yeah. working yet? It does not. I mean, you could probably pee in the hole, but. <laughs> no. That's what he usually pees on. <laughs> you got to do the knockout before you pee in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Brody. Um, yeah, so Brody Smith. So Who's Jordan's going to miss. On the, on the last, well, this is going to be a while. Um, holy shit. Uh, holy, um, <laughs> um, excuse me. So on the last podcast you guys released, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you were mentioning that you knew a guy who didn't like Brody. Mm-hmm. I think I know who that guy was. I don't know. I don't think you do. I think I was clearly talking about myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way you were going at him. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. So I I consume pretty much all of Brody's content now. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really into him when he was doing the trick shots or the ultimate stuff. I'm not really interested in ultimate Frisbee that much. Mm -hmm. Um, But once he kind of joined up with foundation, I started seeing with Paul and all that stuff. Yeah. I, um, I just started consuming everything he put out and now, now he's doing the golf stuff and, Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, he's, he's not going to be one of the best players in this game. He's just, he's just, he's just not like, he's a great dude, super entertaining. He Mm -hmm. is a content creator first Mm -hmm. and an athlete second. He is the, what Michael Jordan was to baseball. He was the greatest at what he did, and now he's just like jumping into other stuff because he can. But Jordan was garbage at baseball. Brody Smith is ranked seventy eighth on the Pro Tour. Oh, see, <laughs> so okay, I'll give you that. This year he was ranked seventy eighth. He ran through. He basically got burnt out on tour, and I want to say he got injured. He got COVID. COVID. Yeah. There, I. So from the very beginning, I've been a Brody fan. And I, there's no secret to that. Beginning of what? Even joining him, disc golf? No, like him in college. In college. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've watched him since he started his YouTube channel, basically. Oh, wow. Um, and so I've been a Brody fan from the beginning. So when he entered disc golf, I was like, this is the best thing in the world. Because when I was watching him go through his golf stage, I was one of the guys on his videos like, why aren't you trying disc golf? Why aren't you trying oh. disc golf? And... Never got a response, never anything. I mean, there's no connection there, but because there were thousands of other people, probably millions. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, yeah, so yeah, so when he made the transition, when he did that video with Simon and Paul throwing lids at Paul's course, like one of the lids, remember he threw it up on. 
What do you mean, lids? Um, Ultimate, Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he was throwing those and, and then did a little trick shot video and there was like two or three and I was like, no way. Like, he's going to start. He's going to start. No no doubt in my mind. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. And then he posted an infamous picture with his PDJ number scratched out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is awesome. It's going to happen. And from there, I've been like, he's going to be good. And we started going back and forth almost immediately through text chains. Right. Because, like, he's a pretty, he's an abrasive person. I mean, he has an abrasive personality. I think in the realm of disc golf, he is. Oh, absolutely. I think in the realm of professional sports... He's pretty right up the middle. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't see. Disc I don't have any are, issues. Are quiet and resolved folks. There's a couple names you can think of right now in the whole field that are like they're controversial. And yeah. it's like it's yeah. You know, is Nico really that bad in the scope of no. like professional sports? Yeah. No, no, not but, at all. Yeah, but he's. He's at the top of that. And even Brody. Brody doesn't have a bad name for his game. He has not even a bad name. He's not controversial because of his name. He's controversial because of the stuff he says. It comes out of his mouth. I think he's controversial because of his following. I think mm-hmm. he's controversial because of the, the people that joined. I mean, so many people joined during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But the ones that are like bros, bro, brody bros, yeah. they're, they're, <laughs> right? I like they're the ones bros. earning the really bad reputation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I will stand behind that Brody is probably one of the hardest working disc golfers. And where, where are you the getting work, that? Putting in the work, simply from his YouTube channels. I mean, the the work that he puts in, unless it's under 70 degrees. Have you heard that yet? Yes, I, mean. I, I think yeah. you're, yeah. I heard that. He does <laughs> not like the cold at all. Like he moved to Virginia. What's and I'm, I'm going to touch on that, yeah. what, you're, what you're saying. So, I know where you're going. Um, unless it's cold, but... He puts in the work. I mean, everywhere he goes, he's, I mean, and think about the largest rating adjustments there were last year was Brody Smith. The, and from what to no what? No joke. He, he jumped like 30 points. Yeah, he's in the low he's thousands right now. Okay. Yeah, All I think rating. he's like okay. not ranking, something. Rating. rating. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, 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 rating points, rating points. So um, he went from never playing the game really, and he jumped up. Considerably, as yeah, a natural. Yeah, because I think yeah. his first rating update was like seventy or sixty something, high sixties. I remember we were having a joke. Sixties. It was nine like nine sixty okay. something. Sorry, and not in the sixties. <laughs> he was like nine. I don't remember. I, I'm not going to speak on it, but I know it was about where I was at the time. And then he just within that time. Now I've been playing twenty years. I I will never get to a thousand rated, guaranteed. Well, especially now, but. I don't think I ever had a chance to get to a thousand rated, and I'm not bad. No, like no. To say you never had a chance, I don't think is fair. You've never dedicated the a full time job type of schedule to disc golf, and you didn't try to reach the thousand rating when you were in your athletic prime. And from you know what we all know, you were a super athletic dude. Sure. Instead of playing football, baseball, these things when you were young, imagine if you were Anthony Barella and you started playing when you were. 12, 14. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And then, you know, maybe then. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe there was a possibility, but I still, I mean, that's that's a milestone. I mean, like, I don't think you're given 1,000 rated and ratings don't matter. Yes, they do. 1,000 rated, I don't think is, it's no joke to get to 1,000 rated. I mean, how many 1,000 rated guys are in Wisconsin? And there's a ton of great players in Wisconsin. There's like eight. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. There's not many at all. I like, know, I know Vinny, and he just 
barely got there, right? Mm-hmm. And Donnie just Donnie, he goes back and, and forth, but, but he's now a Tennessee guy. Adam Hammes like is the king of Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, so Brody's Brody's adjusted rating was thirty eight point three one points. Second highest was Zacharias Johnson at nineteen point seven six. That was the second highest, and that's a big and deal. That, and that makes oh, sense man. because he was the best ultimate. Right. ultimate frisbee player mm-hmm. that transitioned to another form of throwing a frisbee that totally makes sense but okay first thing you're saying like his work ethic working really hard he won't play in any any outdoor disc golf in under like what was what it 60 degrees 70 mm-hmm. degrees and he lives in virginia now <laughs> yeah like that's not gonna help it's gonna take away he's gotta like move four a couple more states south if he wants to have year-round practice but he also was mentioning, and, and he and Hunter got into an argument about this, about how whether it's better to practice disc golf outside or is it better to just throw into a net and then putt in your basement, which is one of his worst takes. Like, that's insane. Putting in the basement is fine, but that that is for muscle memory. That's going to get him really only so far. Right. And then he has to spend time out there practicing mm-hmm. uphill, downhill, headwind, crosswind. Otherwise, this, yeah, it's, it's really cool. He's got like a spreadsheet that shows his progress and everything. Mm-hmm. But that's not how Paul Macbeth became the best putter in the world. That's no. not how these guys learned to hit these super complex lines by throwing into a net. Right. I, don't, I, I, I believe that he is a very hard worker. He knows how to work hard. He's a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's doing the right thing to become a top 10 disc golfer in the world. Or is he just not doing the right thing compared to what other people are doing? So you think throwing into a net in his basement is better? Well, mechanics. Well, right. You mm-hmm. can you can get your form down. You can't see the fly of the disc. You don't right. know that, but you can hone your form as long as you're videoing yourself. But he's already hitting. He's that. already hitting over 500 feet. Yeah. He's already throwing as far as Drew Gibson. Like he doesn't need more distance. Right. But he needs to know how to read. His discs and read the wind and mm-hmm. playing at different altitudes, all that stuff. This, this what this about tour takes place? All what about mental fortitude? We feel that they were like Ricky was back in the day, kind of put down for that. That his mental fortitude was not what Paul's was, and that's why he was never number one, or that's why he could never win against Paul Macbeth. And I think that that narrative's changed now, but back in the day, that's what it was because he wasn't used to winning. He would choke. He would blah blah blah. Oh. So I think that translates for Brody Smith. I think that's going to translate playing at the highest level at any sport is going to translate into that mental fortitude in the future. He's going to any sport he plays. He is going to be able to hit clutch shots. Mm-hmm. He is going to be able to do that. Yep. No. So. I still hold firm that he will be a top ten player this year. God, you are going to die this on this hill. <laughs> like it is not. It's, it's not even going to be close. Like his best friends don't think he's going to be top twenty. Huh? He, like it's just. It's just not even. In, he doesn't think he's going to finish that well. I believe in him. Yeah, I believe in him. <laughs> Brody, it's if you're cost out there you and you're dearly. listening, it was a fifty bucks, right? Who's he kicking out of the top ten? Yeah. Saxton, if anybody. Oh, well, I, yeah, well, I guess. I mean, yeah, but so, he's got to kick people out of the top like 50 first. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. So, okay. Well, well, we'll make a transition away from Brody because Brody gets no. a lot of airtime. Unless you have more. No, just before. Okay. 
<laughs> what I what I wanted to kind of like, and we have not discussed this in our group chat or anything. Mm-hmm. Who's going to finish higher, Brody or Stokely? Oh, I've said Stokely. We've we've talked about this. I think okay. Brody will finish higher than Stokely. Yeah, I think. Stokely Although Stokely's finish. a beast. Yeah. <laughs> but he's but he's like fifty something. Fifty two. Fifty two. Fifty two. But Brody's you know no spring chicken. No. no. Oh well. And Brody's thirty two or thirty three. Yeah. He's just a little older than. But he's beat his body to heck mm-hmm. playing ultimate and. Yeah. And Stokely, have you seen a picture with his shirt off? <laughs> no. <laughs> not uh, not Do- in my. Uh, <laughs> Well, he's not the so kinds of things I yeah. look at. Disc <laughs> <laughs> golfers with their yeah. shirt off. Yeah, yeah. You, you should. I wonder what this guy looks like topless. <laughs> so it's something I think about. Don't judge me. No, so he was. He posted something on the Instagram. And he was on a beach throwing. And he's 52 years old. I didn't get that calendar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let me have it. Good. Players so, over 50, like. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. MPO over 50. Mm-hmm. Um, Stokely, if you hear that, we get cuts of that <laughs> calendar. Um, so Stokely on a beach, throwing discs, shirt off. Dude competes with Ezra. Mm. Like, he is Wait a second. ripped. I'm telling you, ripped. The 52 years hamster? old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the muscle hamster. He competes with Ezra, dude. I I I was oh, that's awesome. I was astonished. Good like for him. Yeah, I was so I mean if you just do body to body, Stokely wins. <laughs> compared to Brody. Though. Yeah, compared to Brody, Stokely wins. But if we talk about play, which is what we should talk about. <laughs> talk yeah. about dude's body. Well, why not? Hey, I'm confident. I have a wife, two kids. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Podcast is a little better than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Thanks for chiming in with those jokes. Um, so we have... I still think Brody Smith will end up being better. Now, the same arguments that I have with Brody Smith, we could put on Stagat Stokely, but I just, I'm doubling down. I got to. Yeah. And I got to. Like I said, I'll die on that hill. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Hey, it's going to make for a fun season. Yeah, I think so. I think just watching those two alone, I think will be, it'll yeah. be fun. Big time. It'll be real fun. But question is, who's going to get on coverage? More, more. We had that. Yes. Did we? Stokely. What did I? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you and think so? Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean Brody brings followers on like feature card and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Stokely. I can see people Stokely want to see like cards. when, like yeah, like when Brody first came on tour, they were featuring him. Like they're like, oh, we're gonna put Brody on feature cards just to get see if we can get viewership or put him on Chase card or whatever. But you haven't seen him on. Anything since that? Really. It was just yeah. Waco, basically. Was yeah. the only one. <laughs> he yeah. was, and he was he was yanking the first available. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. pretty, yeah. but so it's 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 tough to it's beyond watching him on YouTube on like Foundation's channel and his channel and everything. It's really hard to judge kind of where he's at without actually seeing him play against other disc golf like right. high ranked disc golfers. Yeah, yeah. But he does it on the YouTube channel quite often. Yeah. You know, I mean. And he, he plays really well, but I know I, I I'm excited to see both of them. I'm excited to see the pro to both of them. So okay, time for me to step away. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. So we'll go into um, the top tens. So you just top tens, and the way it. 
plays out right now is, did he go into that bathroom? No, he went into the other <laughs> one. <Okay. laughs> so we have a bathroom in the, we'll call it the studio. We have a bathroom in the studio, but it has no toilet. It's just a hole in the ground. Just go right down now. the, go down the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, would it all ends up in the same place. Gravity, <laughs> it does, gravity it does. is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just might make for an awful smell for a while. <laughs> okay, so back to the U disc. So U disc top ten has Rick Paul, Eagle, uh, Dickerson, Calvin, Klein, Hamas, Matteo, and then Drew Gibson in that order. Um, let's have a discussion on who you think should be there and who shouldn't. Okay. Or if you think that's accurate. Now, this is all based on UDISC, so obviously it's accurate for UDISC, but... I just want to see who's just outside the top ten. Just yeah. To see. So, the only one that really sticks out in my mind is... Um, wait, we missed uh, Sexton. Sexton's in there. Was yeah, he, Sexton's, he was nine, right? He was nine, sorry. So he's between Matteo and Gibson. So the only one that sticks out in my mind is Sexton. Now, Sexton is good. Sexton throws very well. He has an amazing backhand, but I don't think he's top ten. Did you mean to single out his forehand? Uh, any of them? Oh, okay. Doesn't matter. Interesting. Doesn't matter. I don't think he's top ten. I don't think he's top ten in the world. I think there are plenty of players that could replace him, and I think that is when we talk about those two players like Stokely and everything, I don't realistically think they're going to replace Sexton because I think Sexton is a better player than them. But I believe that with the amount that he plays, they could easily push into that 10 spot. Does anyone here know what criteria UDISC uses? How do they, how they formulate it? Is it strictly based on performance places and tournaments, A tiers, elites or something, or are they, Kind of, is it an opinion list too? No, there's. I don't believe UDISC is an opinion. There's an so there's something called the, it's what is it's dominance index mm-hmm. and dominance index is a way to directly compare pair two players. The probability that a player with dominance index D one defeats a player with dominant index D two mm-hmm. in a head to head matchup is given by player one beats player two, and then it says. D1, which would be player one, yep. divided by D1 plus D2. So it's so the, the example they give is Waisaki beats Macbeth, which has their rating, and then it's divided by that player, by Waisaki's rating plus Macbeth's rating, and they come out with an average. So we expect Ricky Waisaki, and then so what the what it comes out to is the percentage of time that player. <laughs> would beat the player that they're going against. Mm-hmm. So like they're saying right now, Ricky's, the percentage they come out with right now is they think Ricky Waisaki would beat Paul Macbeth just about 52% of the time based on what their dominance index rating is. Yep. And, but that's basically only based off of player rating. It seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not exactly familiar what the dominant index is yeah, so I don't either. know if I can even speak to that um, but when you look at Ricky and Paul I think that's it's a horse of beast it depends on what course what day who shows up like I mean I think now that Ricky Baisaki has a trilogy plastic back in his hand I think the advantage goes to him honestly he's about to pop off I agree yeah. I agree because I think there's so much confidence with that plastic mm-hmm. and is there really a difference in the plastic probably not 
in personal feel though. Yeah, yes. exactly. Confidence yeah. and feel. Comfort. I mean, it's I can definitely feel a difference in like fusion plastic to star plastic. I think there's a little bit of a difference, you know, well, here and there, but yeah, yeah. there's no dis- really I mean, difference. plastic's yeah. plastic. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean, there are certain things that when I put them in my hand, I don't like them. But yeah. Yeah. I I just but it's all confidence and feel like you, that's a that's a hot take on a disc golf podcast. Yeah, plastic <laughs> is plastic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they all get them from the same manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Like, they get these pellets and the raw materials from the same exact place. So well, not disc me. Yeah. Yeah. theirs is Italian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, they just blend them differently and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, in the culinary world, they do the same thing. They say Italian, whatever, and it just makes it better. It's the same piece of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter if it comes from Italy or France, like it's no. Unless it's cars, and then that means it's worse. (laughs) (laughs) True, true, true. So, okay, so we talk about those top ten. Who do you have an issue with being in the top ten, or do you not? Do you agree with it? Just based off Phil, it doesn't have. I mean, or if you want statistics for me, okay. So Kevin Jones is sitting at number Mm twelve. I think he's. I mean, he didn't have the best year last year, but I still think he's. Better than Nate Sexton. Uh, yes. Yeah. So like he he would jump into my top ten instead of Nate Sexton. Mm-hmm. Um, what Kale about Bordeaux. what about our world champ right now, Conrad? Conrad. So Conrad's what sitting at seventeen or eighteen on that list? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. I think that's where he's at. I think that's fine. I think that's appropriate. Yeah, I think seventeen's appropriate. Hmm. He he's, I don't think he's done. He didn't do much last year, except win worlds. Like that was his one thing. Although, I mean, except get on Sports Center. Like that yeah. was the one. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if you, it's if awesome you want, for the if sport. You get one highlight. He's got the best. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, it's the best disc golf highlight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much yeah. is besides Philo's, you know, elbow dress. Like that shot. Oh, that was better than. Yeah, Philo's. it is. It yeah, is. It is but yeah, situationally. Situationally. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The yeah. most clutch moment in the history of sports. Yeah. 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 I think. What? The most difficult, the most clutch. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, yeah, I don't know. There's not many that really, yeah. To draw really the compare. whole scenario. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I remember I was with River and we were plastering. He was doing those windows for me. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, River. He's like, what just happened? <laughs> oh, man. We lost it at the shop. Yeah. yeah we had, oh, yeah, we had a watch party at your disc golf store. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys took off. Like, oh, man. No, I was never. I had to. Yeah, yeah. You, you popped in. Yeah, I yeah. popped in for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Yep. And then you guys left. And it was myself and, like, Bjorn and Caden. And, yeah. You know, it Where was. Where was I for Worlds? You were out doing. I think you were in Vegas. That was when you did your motorcycle trip. Oh, motorcycle yeah. Trip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Um. Anybody else that you think should be in there? So right now, Conrad, I think we're all in agreement that because I don't think he should be top ten. I'd love to see him go higher. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, yeah. I I don't think he'll get there, and simply because he doesn't have a sidearm. Right. Right. Yeah, and none of this is based off personality because personality no. wise, I'd love to see a lot of people in there, like Emerson Keith. I'd love to see him in there too. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Conrad, I'd love to see him there, but. I don't like play wise. I I don't think either of them deserve to be in top ten. So right now, Gannon Burr sits at twenty one. How high do you think he can get? He's going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how high? Like fifteen. Yeah, I think ten to fifteen, something like that. I could Maybe see him push. I could see him pushing top ten, but I don't know if he'll get into it. How's his putt? I mean, he's a he's a 
teenager. It's impossible to say like where he was last time and where he's gonna go. Yeah, and he was yeah. he's the one riddled with injuries, right? He's the one Gannon? that just got yeah. no, that's not Gannon Burr. No. He's made out of he rubber. Cold Rodolin Herc. No. See, Gannon Burr, he was so hot last year, and I no, love him. No, you're thinking of Gavin Rathbone. Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. said Gannon Burr was. I love him, and but he had such a hot year. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be tough to repeat. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going away. I think he's here to stay, and he's going to be around and eventually work his way up. But to match that last season was a magical season for a 16-year-old. Sure, sure. True, yeah. How hard is that 17. realistically? You're 17. Yeah. But what How about realistic Kyle? is it going to be to to duplicate that? It's going to be tough. If he does it, more power to him. But if I'm picking, I'm actually picking that he drops. Not okay. far. Mm. Not far. Mm. Do you put him and Klein on the mm. same shelf? Or you think Klein's on another level? Klein, Klein's about to be the world number one soon. Ooh, okay. um, I agree with that. This was brought up. Okay. Too. Um, I was going to say this year, um, but I'm backing off of that. He's going to be number two this year because with Ricky going back to trilogy, I think Ricky's going to be number one at the end of the year. Though I think Klein is going to be number two. Okay, give mm. me your hot take on Eagle. I want to hear mm. that because you've told us, but Eagle, yeah, I, I, my. My prediction for Eagle is not even nearly as crazy as your Brody going to top ten. Um, Facts. Actually, I'd like to talk to the other two guys about that. But my prediction is that Eagle does not win any Elite Series or Major this year. Okay. So any Pro Tour or Major. Um, I don't think he's going to be a bad player. I don't think he's going to drop off the map. I, th- I don't think he wins one, though. Okay. That's my prediction with Eagle, and I think he falls out of the top five um, overall. And I don't think he gets one Elite Series win. Um, Due to what? Due to what's going to cause this? Other players getting better or Eagle? Due to other players getting better. Okay. That's fair. There's so many good players out there. Last year, you could say I'm nuts because last year he won four. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, how many Elite Series events are there? Win four is so good. Um, but to have anybody win four... I, mean, I don't know if anyone will do it this year. I, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, it's maybe Ricky could do it, and maybe someone will do it. Maybe Eagle will do it, and I'm completely wrong. I, I just think he's going to get passed up a little bit more this year. Okay. Because we were kind of talking mm-hmm. about that in the group t- text, too, that... There's a the potential for people to win. Like there's more people. There's more potential winners than people winning multiple tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just gonna be more parity. Yeah, and Eagle, he's probably the best thrower. I'm not convinced of his mental game. Okay. Hmm. I'm not convinced of that. I feel like he's a guy that wins because he gets on a roll and he rides that. I don't. I if he gets off his game, I think he kind of gets crushed by it. But being on that role and being able to maintain that momentum, isn't that being mentally strong and not falling off? Maybe, yeah. I don't know, just something to think about. So I, his I, swings are big. They are. Yeah, like you're pointing yeah. out. I mean, his swings yeah. are big. Yeah, I like think he's I, either he's an emotional or, player. Yeah. Yeah, I think sure. so. Yeah, that's just my prediction. And okay. since Shane's got the other crazy one, with yeah. JP and Tyler, which one of ours is more likely to happen? 
since you two are not part of either of these <laughs> predictions, is it more likely that Brody finishes in the top 10 or that Eagle finishes does not win the, an elite tournament? Eagle wins. I think, or no, I think it's more likely that Brody finishes outside the top 10. That's the more likely scenario that Brody then won't Eagle finishes just not inside winning the top a tournament. 10. Eagle could get second in all of them. My prediction's right. That he won't. It's just that he doesn't win <laughs> one elite series. Hmm. So JP thinks and remember now, I'm a little all NTs and all pro <laughs> tours are all. That's what we're talking about. Basically yes, everything. Okay. The majors. I'm pretty sure the, everything's classified as an elite series. Is it now because of the people? Well, there okay. is no national tour anymore. Right. So it's either a pro tour event or a major, basically. Right. Yeah. Right. I think the only way that Jordan's scenario comes true is through injury. If Eagle blows out his elbow, if. If something happens, if the season gets cut short, something crazy, something stupid, then that could cause him to lose. If we have a full season and Eagle plays in all of them, he's absolutely going to win an Elite Series. Absolutely. But, man, at the same time, Brody Smith is just not going to reach the top 10. <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is tough. This but is I mean, tough. The, the most so likely it, okay. scenario is that we're both wrong. Yeah, well, probably. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Which one is crazier? Or who has a better chance of being right? Given the state of, like, <laughs> Eagles' health and the country, I think it is more likely that Eagle – or <laughs> More likely that Jordan's right. Right. Yeah, oh. is Eagle. It is more likely something happens that makes it not as easy for Eagle to. Okay, so you're talking acts of God, so COVID, whatever it may be, right. he dislocates his shoulder. Yes, okay. I mean the elbow. So he I'm just thinking just his elbow. Straight, yeah, healthy, I forgot about the elbow situation. Season. Yeah. It was was it elbow? Oh yeah, his elbow. Yeah, if yeah. he only if he only if he plays like six elite series and then blows out his elbow, yeah, then. Oh, of course. That's it. Okay. And so then, okay. yeah, it's it more like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But so, if Eagle has a to... full season, then he's going to get a win. Right, he's, right. He's top three. He's been doing this a long time and yep. been doing it well for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he gets better every year. Yeah. I think just little by little, he just gets better every year. Mm-hmm. I think because he gets... Because he's a, still a kid. Yeah. 22. He's still so young. I yeah, 22, 23. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. he's young. He hasn't hit his prime. Yeah. But because every every year he does a little better, he wins a few more. His mental game stays mm-hmm. gets yeah. stronger and stronger. And know, we're talking like, about like, oh yeah, his mental game isn't that strong. It's like, yeah, do you remember how insecure you were when you were twenty one years old? God, we were idiots. Yeah. Like we didn't know how to I handle was, like, was the awesome. limelight of the world. I think the punching the ground situation <laughs> got him a little more straightened out than he was. Yeah, he like broke his hand or yeah. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, I think everybody does that, though. I mean, he gets a bad rep. Nico gets a bad rep. But, like, I've seen Paul kick his bag. I've seen... Yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen Ricky doing it. And did you see that video of James Conrad going crazy? No. When he kicked the stump? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, super gently? Yeah. Like, Dang it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Didn't, wasn't there something with Bradley Williams? Like, did he have a... Well, he got with- kicked out of the... Well, he was could wasn't eligible for PDGA for a few years because of yeah. some some sort of outburst. I yeah. don't know what it was. I, I, don't, remember, I don't know either, but I remember yeah. there was something there. Yeah, I don't know if it was anger or something <laughs> like that. But okay, so there's money on the line between us four <laughs> on two fronts. Well, mm-hmm. just between you and I on the Brody Smith and then, thing, and then Jordan and I have a bet too for Eagle. 
Well, well I mean, no, we I mean, all three of us yeah. accepted all three of you well, guys. So, all all, that, so yeah. either Jordan's going to get $150 mm-hmm. if Eagle does not win a Disc Golf Pro Tour. Yeah. Or, yeah, an Elite Series. Yeah. Or we all get 50 bucks from Jordan. Each, yeah. Each. Hey. So. And, and then if Brody, we did not make any stipulation of injuries or anything like that. So if he gets injured, too bad on us. We own 50 yeah. bucks. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. We made no stipulation. So <laughs> we got to hold to that. Um, then we put adamantium in his bones. <laughs> unless there is an act of God and Brody makes the top 10. Right. Then I owe you 50 bucks. Right. Right. And that's unless there's an act of God. So if he gets hurt, then. No, no, no. I thought oh, that's what it did was. Did we? I think yeah. we did say that. Because yeah. I think we said if he was I think healthy, it's null. Right. It's, yeah. We'll just move it on to next year. Yeah. How about that? Mm. <laughs> you don't want him to have one more year? It, doubling down? Year. True. I mean, you never know. Ooh. Not doubling down. Just push it on to next year. We don't have to double or nothing. Well, that changes everything because <laughs> we don't know where he's right now. He's at seventy eighth. <laughs> like, if he's at if he's at if he's at twenty first next year, he could finish at eleventh. Right? Uh, yeah. If he's at eleventh, <laughs> yeah. But you're like, okay, next. Year. But you know, I would take pride in that. Still, I think I would. I would be happy handing you the fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Man, I could lose a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That stinks. Okay. Well. <laughs> so, all right. So we've talked about Brody. We beat that. We talked about our top ten. Anybody else want to talk anything about the top ten? Um, yeah. I, go ahead. Yeah. Yes. I think Andrew Marweed is going to be a bona fide top ten player come the end of next year. Or this the end of this year. I know he's not too far out of it. Mm-hmm. Isn't he 11th? To begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but I, I think he moves up as his game impresses the crap out of me. Yeah. yeah. He's real young too, right? Yeah. 20s. I think. Is yeah, I don't even know. I, sure. I just Low I never saw coverage Low of him until this last year. And, yeah. I, and then kind of repeatedly, and I was just kind of blown away. Yeah. 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 I think his skill set looks so good. His forehand is phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm He's big on really him, good. and I'm big on Kyle Klein for guys that will go up. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. Those are where, where was it? I like both of those takes. What was the big one we saw Marweed in? Was he at the, in the finals in uh, the USDGC he, or anything? He pushed... Was it, was it Kyle Klein? He and Kyle Klein went to a playoff. They did in one of what was it? Didn't they? Uh, didn't they end up? No, that was Ledgestone that they split. Um, that was Klein and no, who was that? No, Kyle Klein had made a push at Ledgestone and then it got rained out right. and they canceled. They canceled everything out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he was he was playing ahead. He was like four holes ahead mm-hmm. of lead card or something like that. And the and rain he was came. going nuts. Too. Yeah, he was. Pushing for hot round and it downboard and they cancel it. Yeah, they and he was like on fourteen or something like that, wasn't he? Yeah, he was pretty far. And all up. of yeah. that awesome yeah. round got just scrapped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he Sorry. he had passed the point of it counting as a round, but the rest of the field hadn't. Right. Yeah, yeah. everyone would have to get the whole yes. field would have to get them. Yes. Moment. Yeah, and they had no makeup day or anything Correct. to make yep. those. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't disagree with either of those. I think Hamas. I think he's gonna stay about where he's. At. I think he's going to stay just above that five point. I mean, I think he's good, um, and I've made we've made other predictions mm-hmm. too. But um, Matteo, I mean, he started off brand new discs, like ten fifty something rated. I think he had a ten seventy round yeah. at one point in this tournament. But his that he average won. was ten fifty. Yeah, that's huge. That is with Westside won his first tournament with Westside. Like he just kept showing up on those late cards. Yeah, oh, it's just yeah. later yeah. in the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
And then, then his first, like I said, his first tournament this year, he wins, averages ten fifty golf, like crushing it. That's yeah. awesome. I and I like him. Like, oh. His personality is so great. I'll watch anything he puts out on Jonas. <laughs> yeah. He is yeah. so what funny. About, what about Calvin? What do you think Calvin does? Heimborg, he was like a let. You know, it's he did awesome this year, but he was a letdown this year. Like I, I a little bit. I yeah. expected him like to be ex- more. The, yeah, like yeah. expectations didn't meet. You yeah, know. yeah. Maybe he's looking at number two, number three. Oh. Could be the yeah. experience is there. The you know he's he's been there. Yeah, he's I mean, been mm-hmm. in, the, in those big time situations, and maybe he just kind of had a bad year last year, and maybe he's ready to show what he can do. That thing with the Mise and Eagle drop out of the top five. I think those are the guys, uh, Heimberg and Klein. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think those are the most likely guys to pass him if I could be right about it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any reason to any reason why I think this, but I think Klein's dropping in his power ranking. I don't think he's going to stay up as high you as he is You think he'll now. go backwards? I think he'll go backwards. Because the two that I see on this list, like Matteo, if if I, I wouldn't have said Maddie, I would have said Matteo except for his performance in this tur- past tournament. <laughs> and um, But he did awesome with this new classic. I see Drew Gibson and... Um, Calvin are the two that are going to slide down. And I think Drew Gibson is going to come off the top 10 because I think his focus is going to be primarily on building his business and brand. So business, I think he's yeah. I think he's going to slowly. I hope he doesn't because um, I think he's another one of those course of personalities that I like to be in disc golf. But His putting at USDGC was so awesome. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah, no, for a guy just awesome. known for like throwing bombs and like hitting yeah. lines. Just Dude. Hitting, well, he, he did it to, to the putt, putting green then. Yeah. From like 90, 100 feet away. It was awesome. Just dropping Threw them. the trees and stuff. That was, And he yeah. had Yuli as a, a caddy. Can you yeah. think of a better caddy? <laughs> yeah, Oof. I know. That was good. Yeah. So, yeah, those are the two that I think will fall off. I mean, I think there's quite a few guys that can step in there. Brody Smith that'll be in the top ten. <laughs> who, who is gonna Who is gonna be sadly knocked off of the top ten because of Brody Smith? Of all these these elite, that's the two that I think. Who? Those are the two: Heimberg and Gibson. I think are the two that are gonna. You didn't say that's Heimberg Sexton? Oh, and Sexton. I'm sorry, and Sexton. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. I could see him going yeah. back a spot or two. Yeah, yeah. About oh, to lose yeah. All yeah. Money. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, oh, okay, man. Yeah, Gibson. I and did not mean Heimberg. I'm saying that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think Sexton or Drew are the two that are gonna fall off the top ten. Um, yeah, I no offense to them. I just. Right, yeah, I, and I think Sexton simply because he's not going to play, especially mm-hmm. with the variants mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I think he's going to miss quite a few of the tour, quite a bit of the tour. So, yeah, um, and he has very good reason. His reason, it's awesome. So, hey, he's got Jomez. He's got nothing to worry about. Right, right. exactly. Sexton and he's on DGN too. Yeah. So, that's my boy yeah, right yes. there. That's right. Sexton is like my favorite, mm-hmm. my favorite guy on tour. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, his personality. I have nothing. I, yeah. Yeah, I love him. And he moves. Deadpan, hilarious. Yes, so funny. Yep, and he moves plastic, a lot of plastic. Mm-hmm. No kidding. He invented no. moving plastic. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And except for 20, well, he moved a ton of the 2022 ones, but That's they're a actually still available. Yeah, they, they are. are. A ton made. Yeah. A ton made. So I bet you this is his largest check he's ever seen, mm-hmm. I, would, I would assume. All right, let's get into our USDGC and Worlds picks for MPO. What do you think? It's hard to even make a guess since last year. Like Conrad and Yeah. Oh, I got I got clear cut. I was gonna say, but that's boring. 
I got I no. Got, I'm not saying he's gonna <laughs> do it again. I'm saying yeah. last year it was just too kind of yeah. not not elite, really elite, but not a uh, not top ten players. Yeah, showed up and took it down. So mm-hmm. how how who are we to know right now? Yeah. Like worlds in Emporia, Ricky's winning it. Oh then, yeah, uh, yeah. USDGC Dickerson. But Paul won. Where's Paul won DDO this past year though? He did. Yeah, but Ricky came. He, well, was, he had he was to on, rush out to see his sister in the hospital yeah. and she passed away. Mm-hmm. And he flew back like the day before. The day before, maybe even day of before his tea time. Yeah. And had to get out there and play with a whole lot of personal stuff going on. But I didn't, mean, he, that was didn't crazy. he still shoot hot rounds, second round? He did. He, he played well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I know his first round wasn't great. By his standards, and he, yeah, <laughs> and he su- sunk that sick putt on sixteen. I mean, that was awesome. That was from the drop zone. Yeah, he had to run away, and his sister died. Yeah, he ran back and played. I mean, the fact he even did, he, he even went and played. Yeah, is impressive. Yeah, where is USDGC this year? It's always same place. It's always Winthrop at Arena. Winthrop. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I got Dickerson on that. Uh, Ricky on Worlds. Is it the same format? Like yeah, cut, it's still it's cuts, still no, 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 like, that's you're talking about the Pro Tour Championship. Yeah, oh, cuts. Yeah. That's what that's what Nathan Queen won. Oh, what yeah. what's okay? When is so when you is, you have qualifiers? You might be thinking about the qualifiers that happened before USDGC. They always do one or two days of qualifiers beforehand for like the last couple spots. Yeah, but outside of that, it's a no, standard. It's, no, I was yeah, thinking of Nathan Queen's event, the Pro Tour Championship. That was the Pro Tour Championship. Okay, yeah, they yeah. like the. You know, like the playoff style, like you know, yeah. so many people. Then the next tier, Some get buys, next, yeah. Oh, okay. People yeah. get cut. People yeah. with yeah. buys come yep. in. Yeah, yeah. that's really, a different thing. Yeah, I don't really have a take on this then because I don't know. I mean, I guess I agree that Ricky's going to win worlds because he's owned Emporia so many times. But as far as you just USDGC, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I think. I just Paul plays very well in Emporia. He does. He That's what I was thinking. Very too. well in Emporia. I think he's won it four, three or four times. I think three, three, yeah, three so, for sure. That's but he's not on bad. his way out. Ah, no, he's not. No, he's not. He was still so dominant this past year. I mean, I don't, I don't think he's ever gonna dominate the way he did in the past. But four, four worlds in a row. Yeah, whatever. four. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's ever going to go to that where the USDGCs, he's getting the US championships and the world championships. I don't know if he'll ever do the, what do they call it, the, the hat trick or whatever where he pulls them all in. But um, So I'll go with Paul. But I think Ricky's going to get the elusive USDGC this year. So I think he's going to pull out the US championship. So, so hmm. Paul and Ricky, big surprise. <laughs> really controversial. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? I'm going with I'm going to go with Ricky for Worlds, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to take a different discraft player for USDGC. I'm going to go Adam Hamas. Oh, ooh, home, you know, home state. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I think he had a solid enough year last year. He didn't, you know, start off tour. I mean, start off this year so far. You know, with the uh, Shelly Sharp, but mm-hmm. I think experience last year. I think he's got what it takes to win it like he just he's coming up and i think he's just solid enough that he's going to be pushing for a little higher than you know maybe over achieving a little bit right yeah but i'd like to see him win it i think it'd be cool to see it too yeah, yeah. 
That'd be awesome. I think we'd have a parade in Wisconsin here. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Harrington, state rep. Yeah. Make it happen if it happens. Hey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It would be the first Wisconsin guy since uh, Schultz. Yeah. Party at Rolling Ridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Camp out. And yeah. You know, I said, well, we would see Hamas primarily at Riverside where we would see him, right? When we were playing, yeah. we would see him. Yeah. Riverside when Park. we very, very first started, I get such a kick looking back at it now, like seeing Haley King at yes. Rolling Ridge. Yeah. When I just first started playing, it was six years ago, and we'd do some tournaments there, and she just, it's just a little kid there. Yeah. She's winning her division, and she's like, oh, good for her and everything. Now she's like, just world beater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just exactly. dominator on the yeah. national scene now. That's so cool. That is awesome. So, all right. You have anything else you want to add before we start closing up shop? I don't think I have anything else no, to add no, right now. No. Oh. Which um which touring pro do you guys think could potentially be a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. Okay. And we just don't know it right now. The most likely to be a serial killer award. I'll, I'll give my two. answer first right away. Okay, let's hear it. It's absolutely Nate Sexton. <laughs> <laughs> He's like that. He, he has he has such a limited schedule. Like what? Oh, so what, do you, what, what do you need all this time for? You? Yeah, why are you oh, always oh, disappearing around, stuff? covering stuff up? Like you got to uh -huh. tie up some loose ends. What are you doing, Nate? Yeah, I, that's, that's my guess. I like that. MPO or FPO? <laughs> See, and I think. It's your favorite player. I think it's Chris Dickerson. For, for almost the same reason. <laughs> well, no, with him, he he, he dude has no emotion. Ooh, like, hits an ace. Cool. Like, the he's the, he's the guy, like, like... That ace was so weird. The comment... I, know. I think it was Germ, like, cool guys don't look at explosions. Yeah. That was one of the best comments, <laughs> commentating <laughs> comments of the year. Exactly. But that was so strange. But we, right. can, yeah. we can change that, that serial killers don't <laughs> get happy. <laughs> no, that was that was really weird. That's very like telling. That. That's a very good answer. For uh, that see, see, reason. yeah. Okay, yeah. got one. Oh man, JP. Joel Freeman. Serial killer. Joel Freeman. Oh my god! Wow, the guy that leads so, worship yeah. before. <laughs> so Tyler, JP picks Joel Freeman, and Tyler picks JP. Yeah. Is that what I'm, I'm not well, touring, but if I go on yeah. tour, yeah. you know what I'm doing. <laughs> touring, oh, man. yeah, yeah. So okay, <laughs> who would be the better serial killer? While while he's looking for who'd be the better sir, Dickerson or Sexton? I don't know. I mean, you your argument for Dickerson's so spot on. You're almost getting me to flip. Yeah. Oh boy. But yeah. but does Sexton take the Dexter mode with his with his wife being a medical professional? Oh, I mean, maybe they can dispose it's, of yeah. things. Pretty I mean, easily. whoever's doing it is probably doing it very much like Dexter. Okay. That's for sure. But <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. I mean. Hammies. Hammies? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Wisconsin people are messed up. <laughs> we, we don't we, get enough sunlight. Yeah. Chief agreeing from yeah. across the room. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 uh, it does things to your brain. Yeah. The lack we, of vitamin D and... The highest rate of alcoholism in America. Mm, amen. The highest rate of depression. Well, <laughs> as we clink the bullet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, what the, one of the highest rates of depression... Mm -hmm. In America, 
outside of like Alaska, I think has one of the highest because of their incredibly long the nights. nights yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. Okay. By the way, if any of you guys are, please don't come after us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're going to be nice to meet them first. Point, yeah, exactly. They're all pretty me, me famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think those are awesome. Anything else to say before we wrap it up here? Um, not not to say. Are we looking? Are we looking for more things to talk about, or are we are we going pretty long here? No, I, have I a think a lot of questions in mind. If you wanted them. No, I, I mean, I think we're good. I think we can do another short episode and start talk about those things. But this yeah, is... I can this save is, them for future ones. Too. I was going to say, because we're, we're on about an hour and a half here. So okay. I think we're good. So um, Okay, not another thing to talk about, but something I wanted to... If there's a local crowd listening mm-hmm. tonight, uh, a goal of mine for disc golf for this coming spring, I want my Great Pyrenees Sunny, my Great Pyrenees Sunny to be a... Uh, Disc golf dog. Okay. She has no interest in frisbees. She won't chew up any of our valuable plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, she's sweet as heck. Uh, does not ever show any signs of aggression. She stays close to the pack. That's something I'd, I'd really love to have. Just a, a pooch that kind of hangs out with the card and rolls mm-hmm. along. That's something I really love about the um, the skins matches is Hogan. That, that they just got that... Like the goodest boy the goodest walking boy. around, yeah. yeah. Like that's something, and, and I think Sonny fits that bill, and I think okay. everybody's going to really benefit from it. We're all going to play better because of it. So I love it when you bring the dogs. Yeah, I love yeah. it when you bring the dogs. Skipper, my, my border collie can't do it because he chews on everything that moves. <laughs> I have a first run slammer that has a bite mark in it. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, when I when I got the brand new like P two prototypes, uh-huh. I was putting with it for maybe fifteen minutes and. I chained one out, and he had another frisbee in his mouth, and he grabbed the P2 <laughs> and the frisbee he already had, and punctured all the way through it in like four <laughs> spots. Really? Yeah, I flattened it out with a lighter and a spoon, but it just doesn't fly the <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah. So Skipper, Skipper has no uh, no no life on the disc golf course, but Sunny, that's a goal of mine to to bring her out there and like she, she's pretty young and she's a rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think a couple she could, times last year, right? Yeah, yeah. on on leash, mm-hmm. I want her to be just like oh i, I yeah. want her to uh be able to kind of just roam around mm-hmm. uh, i know that she's not going to go for what we're throwing yeah i think i think she's going to make a the vibe the vibe really cool yeah why not i think yeah. that's awesome mm-hmm. so if there's cool. any tips you should uh leave them in reviews mm-hmm. on any podcast platform that allows you to leave reviews because we're on all of them so after that shameless plug in the shop, we got all the Ricky Rysaki stuff. So the the trilogy of oh, Ricky Rysaki. Get my hands on the Explorer. Yeah, we got the Explorers, the Enforcers, and the Daggers. daggers. Um, they are there. Uh, they're up online, www.doordisc.com. Um, and then we got some more trilogy restock. So I think we got some Kristen Tatar uh, Pures, the Lucid X Pures or the Opto X Pures. Um, but Fusion X? or Fusion X, excuse or me, whatever it is. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they're Kristen Tatar Pierce. They're they're and they're all online. Um, but outside of that, um, do you guys want to share your socials? Nope. Oh, Jordan. Socials. Socials, not your social security oh. number. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Instagram. You know, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. Facebook. No. 
He does have a really awesome Facebook picture, by the way. Picture? Okay. I don't know what it is. Your profile picture? I'm so sporadic on social media. Yeah. I don't even really know. It's goofy. So, but other than that, JP, where can they? Oh, wait. With my head coming down from the top? Yes. Oh, that was a selfie up a stairway in a a lookout tower in Italy. Oh, there you go. In in Lucca, Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And he denies he has a cool life. I don't deny it. (laughs) (laughs) JP, where can they find you? Um, Yeah, I recently changed my username. It's now one, the number one, Mm -hmm. night.owl. Perfect. For Instagram, yeah. And that's Instagram? Yep. All right. And you can find us at door underscore disc underscore golf on Instagram and then door disc golf store on Facebook. And then I already said the website, but www.doordisc.com. And outside of that, have a good night. Peace. Bye.